1: A federal appeals court protects unborn life in Georgia. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the Federal Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit, which governs Georgia, Alabama, and Florida, issued a three-to-zero decision stating that a Georgia law which bans abortion when a fetal heartbeat is detected will now go into effect. This is a great decision. And it follows mm-hmm. because of the Supreme Court decision in Dobbs that overruled Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. That's what happened originally is a lower court judge issued an injunction blocking this law on the basis of the Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade decision and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Now that they're overruled, the Court of Appeals obviously it's a no-brainer at this point, there's no basis for them to continue this litigation and therefore this law goes into effect.
2: You know, I remember back in 2019 when the governor signed this law and this bill And there were a lot of people in Hollywood that were pulling, they were threatening to pull out of Atlanta because the state, the legislators voted to protect unborn life.
1: Yeah, the 2019 uh, Georgia legislature enacted what was called HB 481, known as the Living Infants Fairness and Equality Act.
2: Stands for life.
1: Stands for life is (laughs) the acronym. And that particular law prohibited abortions when a fetal heartbeat is detectable in the womb, which is... Typically, as early as six weeks of pregnancy, and that means six weeks post fertilization. Most of the time, you don't even know at that stage that you're pregnant because you would be missing your first menstrual cycle about that time. So, this is very early in the gestational period where the fetal heartbeat is actually detectable. Whenever that heartbeat is detectable, which is typically going to be around six weeks, then the law bans abortion. The law also, amazingly, defines person to include an unborn child. So that law now is in effect in the state of Georgia.
2: Praise God for this, you know, and praise God they have been fighting for these couple of years to get this passed. And uh, uh, a judge wrote for the unanimous three-judge panel that the state had a rational basis for the law, given its interest in providing full legal recognition to an unborn child.
1: Yeah, the court wrote, also, because we take the Supreme Court at its word, we must treat parties in cases concerning abortion the same as parties in any other context. And to the extent that this court has distorted legal standards because of abortion, we can no longer engage in those abortion distortions in the light of the Supreme Court decision, instructing us to cease doing so. I love that.
2: I know, I know. And you see these activists trying so hard to dispute, well, it's not human yet. It's just a blob of tissues. It doesn't have any rights. Well, that child from the moment of conception is a child. The only difference is time. And that child is a person who has rights in the constitution.
1: You know, this idea of the abortion distortion has been around for some time, and it's because the Supreme Court created special rules for these abortion cases. First of all, they created abortion as a so-called right under the Constitution out of thin air back in 1973. It's never been a right in the Constitution. It's not protected in the Constitution. It's not enumerated as a right and it's not inferred as a right under the Constitution, it would be absurd to think so, that back when the Constitution was enacted that they would create a right to take the life of an unborn child. When in fact, the laws at the common law and then the statutory laws that later developed clearly protected the rights of children uh, in the womb. Back then, it used to be more at the time of what would be called quickening when you would feel that baby move Mm -hmm. because without other scientific technology you didn't know necessarily if the baby was alive you knew for example you may miss your menstrual cycle but you didn't know about the baby being uh, alive until you felt it move that was the time of what's called quickening and universally both in the common law and in the statutory law and then even in the statutory law before quickening abortion was banned as soon as there was any kind of idea that there would be a a life in the womb that life was protected but the supreme court in 1973 overruled all of the laws of all of the states and territories they frankly rejected the hippocratic oath they rejected history going all the way back to greece and rome and in europe and in the common law, both in Europe and the United States, and in the statutory law, and in science. And indeed, this is 1973. If you go back to 1965, we have two original copies of the famous Life magazine. Mm -hmm. Life magazine, for those that are listening, some of you know what that is, others don't. Back then in the 1960s and 70s, there were only a handful of magazines. Life was one of those.
2: Now it was before sonograms, I imagine? It was before sonograms. It was before
1: ultrasounds.
2: Photographs. and
1: And so, you know, if you were to go through a grocery store back then in the 1960s and 70s, you'd only have a few magazines on the shelf. Now you have a bunch of them. But there was only a few. Life was one of those. And Life was bigger than the other magazines. It was bigger in size. So it really stood out. Well, amazingly, in 1965, in April, the edition of Life magazine had a special on the miracle of life. How ironic
2: is that? And yeah. on the very
1: front cover of Life magazine is this amazing photograph of a baby in the womb uh, enveloped by the embryonic sac and is there as the full Picture and it's about the miracle of life. When you open up the spread inside of the Life magazine, it begins with the moment of fertilization with the sperm and the egg coming together. Then it has this amazing series of photographs that take you all the way through the late second, early third trimester. Some of those photographs are actual, at, at the time, very revolutionary in vitro flash photography. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the other kind of ultrasound, but they're in vitro flash photography. Some of them are taking in other ways, and there's this amazing spread of life in the womb. This is 1965, Holly,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that is... Eight years before Roe versus Wade.
2: You know, when we go back to the Ten Commandments, and you hear about some of these quote-unquote Christians, those who profess Christ, but they're in favor of abortion. Go back to the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not murder. That word is translated, the taking of innocent blood. And this is what happens in abortion. These children have no choice. You're taking their innocent lives away in a moment.
1: Well, you know, when you start to really look at the miracle of life in the womb, it is absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, that's what ultimately hit me when, in 1983, I watched the documentary Assignment Life. And I was on the radio just the other day. Somebody called in, and we weren't talking about abortion. We were talking about something else. But he started talking about abortion, and I asked him, I stopped him. I said, have you ever seen abortion? Have you ever witnessed the aftermath of abortion? He started rambling on. I said, answer my question, yes or no. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen an abortion or witnessed the aftermath of abortion? And obviously you hadn't. It's just a fictitious argument. You know, when you actually see the aftermath of an abortion, it's like seeing the Holocaust. You can talk about the Holocaust all you want to, but when you see those horrible pictures, it just turns your stomach, and you see the brutality that has been directed towards human beings and whether emaciated. The picture, my point is, is more than a thousand words. You can talk about abortion all you want to, But unless you actually see what abortion is, you really don't understand abortion. When you see that these little babies are being brutally ripped apart and when they're reassembled to make sure you have all the body parts there and nothing is left in the woman's uterus to have infection later develop, you realize here's just a human being. They're just smaller than we are, but they have the same fingers and toes and eyes and chest... In you know, ribcage that we have. That's what really impacted me. And I think, you know, when we look at this and we say that uh, this argument about abortion, somebody that you're arguing with, ask them, have they ever seen this? And challenge them to actually look at what's the evidence.
2: Right. There's no excuse, Matt. And the key is to educate yourself. You know, we have Um, an information packet on our website, lc.org forward slash life. It's called The Truth About Abortion. We have other videos on there as well to educate people what it actually is. There are pictures, there are photographs on there. There is no excuse not to know the truth about abortion.
1: And that website, again, to get more information is lc.org forward slash life. We encourage you to go there, send other friends and family there, lc.org forward slash life.
0: You can also call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.